All right, we're here at Q&A. Entrepreneurs, man, get a chance to sit down, pick my brain a little bit, uh, and I just get to get to see what's going on in the life of entrepreneurs <laughs> that, are, yeah. uh, that are building something amazing, man. So, uh, Terrence, what's up, man? Good. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks yeah, for yeah. being I'm here. I'm good. I'm blessed. Real here. blessed. Yeah. yeah. So let's let's yeah. jump into it, man. Tell me about yeah. your business, what you do, yeah. um, and kind of like the size of your business. Yeah. So the name of my first of all, I'm Terrence Thames, uh, owner, uh, CEO of uh, Coco Creative Agency. We're a full service a creative agency. So we do marketing, branding, strategy, and implementation of that for businesses, brands, also for the government. Mm-hmm. Um, been around. Uh, 11 years this past June on paper, right? Really? But I went full-time with the business uh, probably about five, six years ago or so. Mm-hmm. And then really, honestly, after, uh, through the pandemic um, and after George Floyd was murdered, you know, there was a heightened attention on by Black, you know. Um, but even through the pandemic, there was an emphasis on taking events virtual. And I have a background in that space. And we'll get into it. So we saw, we've seen a lot of growth over the past three years, but also came with a lot of growing pains too. A lot of growing pains. But um, now, you know, we got about 12 or so uh, employees uh, between contracts and, and employees, about 12 or so people. Um, and right now I built a great team. And we're very, very, very blessed. So we're just out here just growing and trying to add value. Dope. Yeah. All right. So we're here, we're here on Q&A, man. So yeah, yeah. give me your first question. Okay. So first question. Uh, for you, I would say, you know, when it comes to positioning your business for um, growth, you know, aside from infrastructure, which I know you have, aside from investing in yourself, which I know it takes took time to do, what are some of the other things that um, that you look for in really good partnerships or uh, for hyper business growth with your infrastructure? Man, I know you said kind of outside of those things, but there we can't speed past them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like we have to, obviously you understand because you got like 12 employees that you have mm-hmm. to have the infrastructure to be able to build something amazing. So I believe you got that. Yeah. Part, right. Yeah. So tell me about the investing in yourself part. Yeah. So like straight up, you know, taking your part of your profits and then using it to make yourself better. You know, sometimes, especially as businesses scale, uh, and I full disclosure, I do help businesses. I'm a fellow at a business school and a, an accelerator. I'm, uh, I'm a fellow in a business school. So mean? it's like you're um, like a, a teacher from the outside or a professional as gotcha. a member of their, without being a member of their faculty, you're a partner I, with I the school. Much But I, I help with a, uh, several business accelerators and I'm, I serve in that chamber of commerce space too. So, so like, I guess from a premise we're knowing I started from the beginning, but like <laughs> that said, when you, when you're on the come up, you know, a lot of businesses are just barely getting by, you know what I'm saying? They're just barely scraping by and they're just making money just to take it and they eating with it and just try to make more money just to try to eat and feed their family. Yeah. But when we get to a certain place, it's like, okay, now I can start, you know, either putting money toward masterminds, which I know you talk about more, uh, toward different types of education. Um, you know, uh, when it comes to specific knowledge from individual people, courses and those kind of things. So I look at those things as investments too. Um, and so like, when did you well, start? Saying, are you, are you investing now in those things? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I got here. What masterminds are you on? So 
Um, I guess uh, I'm in um, Nikki's mastermind. I could talk about for uh, monetize, um, uh, monetizing your brand. Yeah. Um, I'm a member of Recession Proof, okay. so I would consider a mastermind. Uh, I've definitely considered the morning meetup a a community yeah. that has uh, a mastermind in morning. I mean, if it's not that, I don't know what it is, right? Yeah, for so, sure. Um, but those uh, yeah. the three you just ma- named are more community than mastermind. Right, right, right. Well, some of the courses in them that I guess the courses that I took led to some of those things. Yeah. Um, Pathway to Prosperity with Marvin, mm-hmm. uh, Marvin Mitchell. So yeah. I took uh, his class around uh, that. But uh, those are more courses. And, yeah. and some of those things for me have opened up my mind to different areas of revenue. But yeah. if they're more specific to marketing and strategy, I'll listen to them and then I'll give them to my staff yeah. uh, and say, hey, check this out to help right. us grow. And that's just one level that's yeah. on the investing side. But then I also started investing into like, um, I was with EYL on the VIP and I brought people with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I said, it's not just for me to come. I'm going to pay for y'all to come too so yeah. we can all elevate together yeah. and just put myself in those positions. That Those are also investments. Yeah. And now we're starting to invest in um, doing conferences and like trade shows yeah. to be in front of government institutions, hire bigger corporations that right. want to do specifically um, business on a high level, large ticket yeah. uh, items with minority businesses. So I've seen those things as turnaround and investments that have yeah. better ROI. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. I, th- I think um, those are good investments. Mm-hmm. But I, if I were you, would specifically look into a true mastermind mm-hmm. where there's someone that put it together that's been really, really successful. Mm-hmm. I would specifically advise you to go to one that costs a little more money than you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at one. Yeah, by uh, I'm looking at one by your co-host, Donnie. Yeah. Oh yeah. I talked sure. to her team. Donnie's yeah, dope for yep. sure. Yep, yep, yep. So here's some things you want to look at, mm-hmm. like when you're when you're looking into a ma- and I I, mm-hmm. I I did this real heavy last year, mm-hmm. and it's proven to work. And mm-hmm. I'm always okay. looking for them. Yeah. So if these if there's there are these groups where it might be twenty thousand, thirty thousand, forty thousand right. dollars to get in this mastermind. Mm-hmm. And some people, when they invest the money, they're investing to get something from the person who put the mastermind together. Right. And though that is cool, the most important thing about being a part of this mastermind is connecting with other people who have this 20, 30, 40, 50,000 dollars to actually be in that room right. because they did something outside right. of this room to yeah. qualify to be in this room right. to be able to, to be able to invest this money. And that's where you're going to I done made so much money mm. from the people inside the mastermind mm-hmm. who are my market. Mm-hmm. So I you were right. asking me earlier, mm-hmm. yo, how do I partner with a EYL or myself or somebody like that? Mm-hmm. You meet us in one of those rooms. For sure. But there's thousands of us for sure especially um masterminds of people that don't look like us right yeah because they have different perspectives and for some reason yeah they're actually more willing to do business with you absolutely for sure because they understand those doors have been closed absolutely and they they're human too yeah you know what i'm saying they know hey I, i get it you got here how can I help? Because yeah, obviously absolutely. we're qualified because we're in the same room together. Yeah, yeah absolutely. For sure. So, I, yeah, that, that makes sense. And you're, you're trying to scale the event, events, events, marketing agency, correct? Full service creative agency. Full yeah. service creative agency. Yeah, yeah. And what are some of the pain points right now? 
obviously you're growing still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a couple of pain points. One of them is, and this is something that I knew was going to happen. So it's, uh, I don't know if pain points are the right term, but it's growth. Yeah. Is that, um, growing pains. Growing, growing pains. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I got them, brother. Like, you know, sometimes you want to help the homies, but you can't because mm. the homies can't feed your family. Yeah. The homies can't pay the bills. Sure. They don't have the budget. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I use the term, term homies late, uh, lightly, but or loosely. But, um, but I think one thing we have done is changed who we're marketing to as we have changed and grown. Because mm-hmm. um, the homies also give us opportunities. But you don't do a lot of marketing though, right? So a lot of our, um, a lot of our business we've gotten off of word of mouth and also through our network. Mm-hmm. But we started networking with um, other um, corporations, other nonprofits that had really important board members and also organizations that were tied into other corporations as well. Right. And, um, and then I also used my existing experience, you know, producing with ESPN and doing college sports stuff and all that as part of our portfolio to help grow as well. Right. But um, we, ne- we have not done to date any hard, intentional marketing heavy. But um, that will change a little bit. But now we have a better idea about what kind of market we want to continue to go after in different ways. So um, it's definitely corporate mm-hmm. and government. Yeah. So when it comes to government contracting, especially on the federal and the state level, uh, like to date, we've had, I think, it's just this in the past year, seven government contracts. Um, two of them, we did two films with uh, PBS. Yeah. Uh, we did a... Um, uh, project with the uh, Department of Human Services, Department of um, Natural Resources, um, and a few others, a couple of universities. And so whether it's in advertising, marketing, video production, uh, creating collateral material, all that, all partnerships to help them uh, achieve their goals. And so uh, I looked up and I realized it was seven. I was like, man, thank God. Yeah. I didn't realize that we were just grinding. But also sure. on the federal side, I got trained uh, by a wonderful woman who actually is from Atlanta as to how to really truly evaluate government contracting. I combine that with um, the knowledge from our boy Jason, uh, Jason White. And so, because I already had knowledge, but I like the way he did it because he just goes off of just the margins, not necessarily industry specific per se. Right. Do you think you you made any mistakes in that space of the margins? um, Well, we focused on things that were more in our industry. And I think the hard part is like, I don't know, I can tell you right now, it we uh, it took us a while to even start getting wins, but I would always tell um, people on my team like, "Hey, did we learn something in our RFP? Like we would be, we submit some stuff. It'd be hard to do because we didn't have no writers. Gotcha. We didn't have anyone to help us respond correctly in the right way. And, and RFPs can can be difficult a little bit, gotcha. you know. But right, so look, you, yeah, I think yeah. you have that handle, and I don't I don't want to waste our time. For sure, with, for sure. Like, yeah, I got you. You're telling me stuff that you already know. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, but I, I want to be able to like help you in yeah, this yeah, space. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know. It, in what way? One, my, my advice for sure is join a master watcher. You'd be, you'd be perfect. For sure. You'd Thank be you. perfect. You. Because you're looking for the people who have companies yeah, that yeah, are making yeah. money. Yeah, 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 for sure. And that's where you eat. For sure. Unless, right. unless you say you got seven government contracts and that's where all your money's coming from, nah, then yeah. I'd leave us alone. But, but, <laughs> not, but not one of those is over a mil. You know what I'm saying? Those were all small, smaller successes. Right, you're not about you know to get no mil from... Yeah, for sure. I'll see you there. For sure, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm saying like, you know, some people look at that, like there's different levels to it. Mm-hmm. If you're consistent, you can eat. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Sure. On the government side too. On the federal side, it's a lot more clear, a lot more equity in that process compared yeah. to state because every state is different. So um, are, yeah. I'm, I'm, my, my question is, are you leaning into 
like government contracting or you're looking for? So part of our strategy is our government contract. That's long term strategy is legislated money. So we'll always continue to work in that space. Income you think you get from that? Currently, um, oh, probably about 30%, 30% of our income comes from government contracting, right. but also corporate contracting, working with corporations, especially those that have um, uh, larger budgets, but also really stated goals around what they want to do uh, in the black community. I think that's key because if you have a company that says we are looking to spend $1 billion over five years with minority-owned businesses, and we are in the marketing and production and, mar- and advertising space, we can easily have those dollars flow to us and we can facilitate those kind gotcha. of front contracts. So uh, institutional uh, clients, which are large ones, uh, corporations and government contracts are part of us, but also uh, larger organizations and associations that need marketing and so forth as well. So we'd love to come alongside, help them with their events, conferences, their marketing and advertising as well, especially when right. it comes to integrating production, marketing and all those things together, I think that's our sweet spot and our gotcha. growth opportunity. And where, where do you think that the, the large majority of your money comes from? The large majority of our money um, really comes from website development, graphic design, um, cool. working with organizations and businesses uh, to help them in that way. That's where a lot of it comes from. Gotcha. But the bigger ticket items for our, our best growth opportunity, so the thing that makes gives us the most money with not as much money out for us uh, comes from hybrid events. Okay. So taking okay. uh, conferences and everything like that and then doing the virtual side. But gotcha. but with our process of how we do it, we just kind of come in almost like a 360 kind of situation and help them, especially when it comes to the sponsorship side. Yeah. That's when organizations can really, really monetize or helping them add value to their current sponsors because they don't know how to create videos. They know how to live, maybe get something live streamed. Sure. But creating content and putting their name on it and then doing email marketing, oh, then that makes their sponsor happy because yeah. they can see a better ROI. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so, um, okay, so I'm, I'm def- definitely it seems like you're, you're, um, you're succeeding in that space. Appreciate it. But the issue is what? Why are we here? What's your question? Yeah, so the, I would say the issue, the issue, where we're going uh, is us doing, um, aligning and doing more work with really more Black-owned businesses and also businesses that want to work with uh, Black-owned agencies like us and doing that on a higher level. So, you know, we are, um, we work nationwide, but we're based in Iowa, in the Midwest. And so um, the way we've been able to grow is through networking and getting around others who are like-minded other organizations. So, you know, we, we already work around the country anyway, we work all around the country, but, you know, me and my team, you know, going out and being in these spaces, being in Atlanta, being in Carolinas, New York, Chicago, gotcha. that helps. Um, and so this that's meeting right here is helping. For sure, absolutely, yeah, yeah. So that's, <laughs> and I'm that's like that. I could, yeah, I could yeah. definitely use somebody to uh, help yeah. out with events, and also people that uh, follow me. I'm sure. For sure, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I don't know, man. It's it's interesting because, like I was telling you earlier, I'm originally from South South Chicago. My uh, cousin took me and and. Uh, uh, my mom and my cousin came to agree me, allowed me to move away from that environment into uh, Iowa uh, when I was nine. And that changed my life, right? But the part about it for me is um, early on, I learned that I could be really, I was really good at video production and those kind of things. And I was taught by a wonderful woman how to edit and all that. I started doing it early. And that environment and all the people around me, that village helped to cultivate that gift. Yeah. So about the time I was like 16, 17, 
I was working professionally. Mm-hmm. By the time I was 18, I was working for a big team university, traveling around the country, um, editing highlight videos and all this other stuff, right? Freelancing for ESPN, ABC, Fox. I was 18 and I wasn't going to that college I was working at. I was going to community college, you know what I'm saying? But I was working at a university doing my thing. And that environment gave me access to things that I probably wouldn't have had in a larger city. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't want to, I, I love your story. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. But I want to be able to help as for much sure, as for I sure, can yeah. in this well, space. And this, this ties into my point, gotcha. which is uh, these opportunities, we're still in Iowa, but we still have to travel to go outside to get business to where we want to go and scale. Everyone's not coming to where we are. So I started going to where the people are so they can know who we are prior to COVID. So I got all this experience um, growing up in a place where the opportunity was plentiful, but it was uh, less people. So I, I had less fight to get to this experience, right? But um, prior to COVID, you say, I will pull up to New York, right? Hey, I'm from Iowa. Iowa, right? Now, and it's like, what can you do for me? You're from Iowa, right? During COVID, after COVID, they say, Iowa, is black folks in Iowa? <laughs> but then they go, okay, how can we do business? Because now the location matters less. So the same place that gave me a bunch of experience growing up, um, which is great, you have to kind of flip that around and say, oh, how can I position myself in my business to be known and be make sure people are aware of us? A lot easier now in this space, but you still have to be intentional to get in front of those organizations. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes people just don't trust you if you not don't if you're not from a certain place, even if your portfolio is fired. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, so helping that area will be great. Because um, I think our portfolio speaks for itself. I have great mentors. I think I'm around all great people. You know what I'm saying? But it's just uh, just kind of like that. You know what I mean? So positioning ourselves for that, for those opportunities uh, is great. And right now, our, our portfolio is strong. Like we got MBA as a client. We got Hy-Vee, which is a Midwest grocer as a client. Large construction companies as clients. Um, and McDonald's, Papa John's, Jimmy John's. We've done work with all those brands in the past. A uh, lot of different brands. But um, people still be like, mm, really? You know, I'm like, believe us, we great. Yeah. You know, so, so helping that area will be great. And I think, um, I know that you're, some of the work that you do, um, you know, you're not just beholden to Atlanta, even though it's a great, great spot. I can see us having an office down here ourselves. But um, how do you move in these spaces, even uh, in different cities? Because you're not local to LA. So people may be like, oh, he's not from here. You know what I'm saying? But you still, your work proves it. Know, speaks for itself. So how are you, how do you navigate that? Um, I I'm very uh, clear in the messaging and what I do and who I serve, mm-hmm. and I never fail to mention it. So you might go to an event and you just do the event, mm-hmm. and you go home, mm-hmm. collect your check, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, in a world of social media, that's those are the receipts that everybody's looking for. for sure, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. I, that that's how we see it. Absolutely. I asked you. I said, um, "You were telling me about your work." What was the first thing I said to you? What I asked you? You said, "How big is our team? What do we do?" First thing I was like, "Yo, let me go to your Instagram." You said, "Whoa, whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, for sure. whoa, oh, whoa, that, yeah. whoa, Hold on, there's not a lot going on over there. <laughs> for sure, yeah, absolutely, yeah. But that's how we verify it. That's right. Today, mm-hmm. so you need to have a social media manager. Mm-hmm. And I know you said the thing that you're not great at. You're great at. Helping other people do it. For sure. Which is yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the trainers are probably really good at training. For sure. Yeah, but for sure. then they got to figure out, yo, right. am I going to get up and go to the gym? For sure, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
Yeah. And we got you somebody. Have, we got you somebody. have to show it. You have to. How else, how else do we know? Otherwise, sure. we, have sure. to, we just have to trust you. Like, yeah. y'all work for this company and that company. We're like, sure. all right, cool. But sure. let, me, mm-hmm. let me see it. For sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. with people that are doing something great also comes with a whole nother group of people who are lying about it. Mm-hmm. If we don't see it, mm-hmm. it just never happened. Yeah. So you need like to be be conscious. Absolutely. To continue to put it out there. And I mm-hmm. think one of the best ways to promote a service-based business is teaching. Because mm-hmm. when you're teaching, people look at you as an expert. So if mm-hmm. you were gonna put to, if you were gonna put together the um the event ebook or the event hybrid situation. I don't know. It yeah, might yeah. be some little ebook. Sure. Every now and again, you're going to go in the studio and you're going to do a YouTube video that you're going to chop up mm-hmm. into little smaller Instagram clips on helping people with their events. Mm-hmm. No matter how much you teach, mm-hmm. you're still going to want to come pay you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. If, mm-hmm. if if you're looking for us, now That's if you're right. not looking for us, yeah. it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because you go to a corporate, they're like, oh, mm-hmm. you did work for who? Oh, my friend owns that company. <laughs> Let me call my friend who owns that company. They work with sure. you? Oh, yeah, sure. we work with Terrence. Oh, sure. bet. Sure. I'll hire you. Facts. Or somebody that happened to be there For to sure. see the work to say, yo, I want this. But outside of that, if you're trying to reach a demographic of people who may not ever come to your event, then you got to be conscious of showing it. For sure. You have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, one thing I was realized is my personal tenant. I'm, I'm like public. I'm like public-private. You know, I think a lot of us are like that, where we uh, love to talk about our work, but don't like to like brag on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, man. So I had to get away from that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sure. And also, I also get that aspect of the the social media part out of my hands. I give it to, so now the 100%. team, so the team is good. And they are taking over and doing things like they make sure, they'll make sure I'm getting pictures yeah. tonight. So, yeah, for sure. But that's a good point. I appreciate it's that. It's not bragging. That's great. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Just being intentional. <laughs> and, you know, and also it's like, you know, know who you are it's ministry too yeah. you know what i'm saying like what you do you give feed into others mm-hmm. share it you know yep. what i'm saying yeah yep. yeah so i'm yep. big on that people too. trust teachers man yeah yeah, yeah. You know, a lot that's what's up yeah yeah they yeah, trust yeah, them yeah, for, for the sure. result yeah yeah yeah, yeah i yeah, can yeah, know yeah. that you're a business professor that doesn't have a business but because you teach it every day he's got to know something yeah for sure. So if I have business questions, yo, let me go ask my professor. For sure. You know, he doesn't have a business. For sure. He's got to know something. Right, for sure. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's what I'm doing. That's I like it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now I appreciate that. It's so important that Black voices are represented in Black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of Black uh, voices and influencers from Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. 
Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. A lot. Um, what would you do, I guess, when it comes to uh, this studio, per se? Mm -hmm. So we're moving to a new office. Um, it's going to be dope. So we'll have our own full suite and everything. It's, it's, a, it's a blessing. Uh, square footage, I'm not good at the numbers, but we'll have five offices Break room, conference room. You already have the building. So we're already on the 12th floor in a building. Yep. Uh, we're moving down to a different floor with our own wing. Gotcha. So we add more people. So now we have more capacity and we can afford it. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. So, but part of it also will have a studio for, right, for yeah. podcasting as well. Um, and what I realized is having a studio for us would be great because it allows other people to come in. But also, we'll be, we'll be producing our own content in that studio as well. How have you um, mapped out your plan to monetize the studio part? Um, for us, we're looking at existing contracts, partnerships, and, and film, uh, corporations. Iowa, is, um, as a home base, is a very political state every four years, right? But um, when it comes to media content, there's um, no conglomerate for Black media, per se. So we're going to help fill in that space as well. So though we see those opportunities coming, but we also want to make sure we're scaling the business in a certain way. So how are you looking at that for your studio to scale and monetize on the studio part of it? Aside from with the community, like, uh, are you yeah. looking at, you know? Um, it again, it's going to be based on how big your studio is. Mm -hmm. Like, do you have a, a room where you're going to be able to do events? So, yes, we are. But my mind is also set on the not just what we have in our space, but also partners that we have so we can come and utilize their space in their studio too, like a big boy. So, gotcha. but in terms of the strategy, my mindset is on, you know, again, the corporate contracts. Now it's a new product offering. Mm -hmm. uh, government contracts, a new product offering. And then also something we can more easily uh, utilize through the community yeah. as well. Um, so we're looking at that and we'll put some numbers together. We're going we're gonna to launch a digital radio station too under our nonprofit. Um, and then utilize that video content, audio content. Gotcha. But how are you assessing that for your studio in terms of how you monetize with the space that you have? Um, I mean, I got the building because no matter what, I will not lose mm -hmm. because I got my own studio. Yeah. So what I pay for this entire building, the mortgage on this whole, whole entire building is what I would probably pay if I was renting my own studio. Mm -hmm. And so we got this room, we got another room, other room, we got an office, my studio, and then like a little vent area where you could probably get like 80 degrees max. We were trying to figure it out. <laughs> trying to figure out what the max is. Um, yeah. I use them all. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, because I'm focused on building my business, not necessarily renting it out for people. Yeah. But it's a part of my strategy. Now we do rent it out. Like if you want to rent this studio, great, right. no problem. For we sure. can do it. But that's not 
It's not a strategy. It's not the major focus. I know I won't lose money, period, because I need my own studio. Mm-hmm. And October 6th, I'm doing an event there. Mm-hmm. And I just actually did a workshop for, mm-hmm. for a group where they needed, it was a, it was a, um, a larger nonprofit and they needed a tr- a training for 20, per- 20 of their staff. Mm-hmm. So they came out to Atlanta, and I used my own you studio. You hosted it, yeah. That's wonderful. I wasn't even, really, I wasn't even going to rent the studio rooms out for rooms. Yeah. Like, for, like yeah, you yeah, want to yeah, come in? Sure. I was like, that, sure. yeah, that yeah, wasn't yeah. going to be the model. For sure, yeah. Yep, yep. The model was going to be, this is a place for me to service my clients, period. Mm-hmm. You can't just book it out. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd have to be my clients. Mm-hmm. It's a higher ticket program. Mm-hmm. Where I'm only going to produce yeah. stuff for my clients. Then I was like, yo, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to take clients. Yeah. I'm just going to have my own podcast network. And anyone that's signed to the network, mm-hmm. you can record here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, forget people. I'm just building. That's a terrible thing to say. I not forget people. Yeah, for sure. But forget the people that, that aren't, yeah. like, forget customers. Right, I don't on the consumer customers. side, yeah, consumer versus. B2B. I want yeah. clients. Yeah. You up. feel me? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, eventually I was like, all right, well, I'll let go of that and I will rent it out for people mm-hmm. because I'm in the podcasting space and I want to teach podcasting. So mm-hmm. what better way than to give people an opportunity to shoot their podcast? And not only are people learning podcasting from me, mm-hmm. but they're building their podcast out of something that I own. Mm-hmm. And it it solidifies what I'm looking to do in terms of establishing myself mm-hmm. as like this podcast guy yeah 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 where like the podcast king for sure yeah on all areas so i'm building a podcast yeah. i'm teaching podcasting mm-hmm. and i'm facilitating podcasts mm-hmm. nobody else that's going to re- be really hard to duplicate mm-hmm. yeah yeah so sure. i mean that that's just that's how cool. i was that's sure. how i'm looking at for the sure. whole studio i like that uh, i like that a lot because if you focus on getting the client the client becomes a part of now they tap into your infrastructure correct and right. the infrastructure already has pricing and it already has the things that make it great, right? Correct. And so, um, but that, I, I like that because it also helps you not to commodity, uh, like make this a straight commodity. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, the whole thing is a package deal. Yeah. But you got to buy into the yeah. whole thing. 100%. And I like that because it's also a higher ticket price. Yeah. Um, where it's like, you just can't pick, peel, peel me off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. No, you, you buy into this whole thing you want, whether it's at a, Institutional level, I love that with yep. the um, with organizations coming and all that, or yeah. like, hey, you get the whole thing. Come over to the studio. We yeah. got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, that's I like that. But a lot. All that stuff is remember. All that stuff is secondary. Though. That's right. Yeah. So as you're moving into your space, I mean, I wouldn't focus on. Um, I hate using the word like chasing other opportunities of things that you could do here. Sure. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're servicing the main thing for sure. Because yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. find some rooms that yo we can be this media spot for other people. Mm-hmm. Or we can use that same space, this this particular booth or whatever. We, mm-hmm. We'll build our podcast where people can come do their podcast or their radio show. Mm-hmm. But that same space that you're giving to them yeah. could be something that's going to help you five extra business. For sure. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, you know, with our focus, we're going to be launching the podcast. Uh, I've been asked about it for a long time to launch a podcast. Yeah. Um, and we're finally going to do that. But yeah. it's really going to be a thing where we can maybe bring on a client, if it's the right client, to have a conversation. Yep. to be on the podcast, 100%. right? And so, but then that's, and pretty much that's the only place we have because you can't get access to the floor without yep. key code access anyway. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah that, but I like that. That's you bring it. them into your infrastructure. Yep. Um, and I, I definitely yeah, yeah, have a yeah. strong financial goal. Yeah, 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 yeah. And everything that I do, I'm asking myself, 
will this help me get there? Can, can we talk about that? I don't know how much time we have. Yeah, what you got? So on the financial goal, I like how it's strong, right? So how do you, like, I want to talk about that and also purpose. Okay. Um, so how do you set your goals? You just say, you know what? This, I want this, but because I want this, we should go here and then let's just go after it and let's plan it and then team, let's go. Or do you, like, how do you assess your strong financial goal? I'm pretty sure you, you're getting a lot of juice from the masterminds and being other great mindsets, you know what I'm saying? But how do you assess that, that high goal? Yeah, it's not, I don't, I don't set it like, yo, I, I want, let's say somebody says, um, I want 500,000, so I'm going to go for a million so that I can hit 500,000. I would say, I want a million dollars. It might be a stretch, but I'm mm -hmm. going after that. Yeah. It's not like I have a goal and I got then you. I double it. For you sure. Man, I, mean? I got you. I got you. Yeah. I'm just going after something sure. that is going to cause me to stretch. Yeah. And the only reason I'm doing that is because I'm getting around masterminds. Yeah, I was in sure. a room with yeah. Grant Cardone. Yeah. And it seems like everybody in that room was making 30, 40 million. Oh, Lord. And I'm like, all of y'all? Mm -hmm. And they're standing up like, yeah, man, I just reached this ceiling. I can't get past 50 million. I'm like, bro, this is crazy. <laughs> story, and I, I, was, uh, I, I talked about it on the, uh, on the yeah. call, I think, or on one of the podcasts, where like the lady asked, like, because Grant Cardone was like, yo, we want to know how much is in the room. And it wound up being a room worth like $2 billion, something oh, crazy. And the lady asked me, and I gave her my number. And I, I was I was excited about it, and I gave her the number. She said, and I said, I was like, I got the smallest number on it. I? She said, Yep. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm in the room. She's hey, like, yeah, 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 man, you little dog, yeah, right? Yeah. But yeah. I know, um, just being around bigger. Makes your big small. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I, I kept talking about this million-dollar goal. They're like, why, what are you going to do with that? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And then yeah, you yeah. start seeing it as smaller, and do yeah, you yeah. go after bigger. And the mm -hmm. small, the big that was big, that small now seems small, and you stumble over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just got to keep getting around the room, bro. That's why yeah, I, I, like bro, I tell people to invest yeah, yeah. in masterminds, and they yeah, think sure. I'm trying to, like, I don't even have a, I don't, sure. I don't have a mastermind yeah, to sell sure. people on. Sure. I'm selling, yeah. that's the best advice. Yeah. One, to be in that room with people who are qualified to get in a room. But two, mm -hmm. it starts to shrink money. It starts mm -hmm. to shrink numbers. Facts. The more you invest yeah. $30,000 to get in a room, the yeah, smaller yeah, yeah. $30,000 is. Oh, yeah. I'll get it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I uh, was on the phone with, uh, uh, with about Ash Cash mm -hmm. is their mastermind. Yeah. And so, uh. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. So we talk, that's, I guess that's another one I'm looking into as well. Um, yeah, because you just make it happen. I understand yeah, what you're saying. Sure. Yeah. So, Shouts out to Ashton Marvin and Storm. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful. I would recommend it. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And so I already took, um, I met Marvin at Invest Fest. Okay. Oh, and so I walk by like, yo, Marvin, what's up? You know, I was on the phone with your other person the other day. And, uh, but the first thing he said was that I invested in one of his courses. He was like, oh, I need to get you in a mastermind. Yeah. First thing he said, I'm on the way to the bathroom. While somebody was talking. Yeah. And it might have been during your talk, actually. 
<laughs> he did not go to the bathroom on my time. No, actually, I didn't. Uh, no, it was somebody else's <laughs> talk. No, I was going to see what you and Dan Kathy. That was amazing, by the way. But uh, he was like, first thing he said, man, I didn't get you my mastermind. I was like, yeah, brother. He said, take a picture. Make sure I send me a message and then we'll we'll get locked in. So, yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's a, yeah. he's a good brother. Yeah. Um, I guess one, one, one of my last questions is, um, you know, so I talked to like a lot of people, startups. I talked to a lot of businesses. Uh on different levels, just kind of a mentorship, you know, possibly investing in them, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, sometimes they, they talk about the money and the series that they raise and all that. And, you know, I'm like, cool, but like, how are you? You know what I mean? How are you doing? You know, what's going on with you? And they always seem surprised by that. And then, you know, then I start talking about, you know, purpose. And, um, cause people, I guess, don't realize that or have a lot of mentorship. And when it comes to, uh, their mental, you know, how to deal with the money that they raise and how to deal with, their success. A lot of times they're younger people, but sometimes they're not, you know? And so, um, so how did, in terms of like, you have a certain level of success, I have a certain level of success, still growing and scaling. But, um, I think the work that you do, I see it as purpose driven work. You know, for me, I see business as, you know, for me, ministry, um, you know, not really preaching a particular thing, but just really just pouring into people and, uh, through positivity and just letting them know my story. Yeah. But how, with your work, as you're scaling and doing different things in the masterminds, do you see that you continue to lean into what your purpose is? Um, do you see that it shifts over time? Because certainly money ain't changed you. I think you're still this, the same cool cat that was doing his thing. You still had a hustle even when you was, you was at the Cheesecake Factory. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You just you just tapped in, and then God bless it. You know what I'm saying? And then you still tapping in. Yeah. But so how as you scale and as you're growing and creating jobs and all this stuff as well, like how do you see your purpose tied into that? Because um, um, there's levels to all these things, but I think you still stay grounded. You know what I'm yeah. I don't know if, and it might sound weird, but I don't know if, if what I'm doing is purpose-led. I just really, really like to do it. Yeah. But uh, according to um, kind of like my studies and, in my relationship uh, spiritually, I don't think God cares whether I'm a podcaster or a high school basketball coach or a janitor or a truck driver or I don't think God cares because his message wasn't find something really cool to do and that's your purpose. He could, he just, Christ kept preaching the message, kingdom of heaven, kingdom of heaven, not here, not this earth, not yeah. like storing up things here, but kingdom of heaven. Like we 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 need to be working towards that. Mm -hmm. So, I I think anything you do when you start to succeed, it becomes increasingly difficult because we might think that we need to chase the thing that we're doing mm -hmm. because it's succeeding. Mm -hmm. Oh, God's blessing it. Mm -hmm. This must be what I'm supposed to be doing, and right. I don't I don't know. So I mm -hmm. fit my life around. I, I, I fit my physical life around my spiritual life. So um, every day I'm going to pray the same two times. We pray two times a day. Um, every Saturday, I don't care how big the opportunity is, how much the gig is. I'm in church all mm -hmm. Sabbath, every single Sabbath. Nice. You don't have to ask me where I'm going. You don't have to ask me what I'm doing on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Am I right, Reese? You're not going to get no call from me at noon. It's just... I'm, I'm I'm locked in. No matter what's going on outside, um, even right now we got mm -hmm. um, we have uh, one of the feasts mm -hmm. uh, coming up, mm 
Mm-hmm. And we're in church 5 a.m. and 7.30 p.m. every day for 10 days. And it's like two days off, three days off. And then we do it again for another seven days. Mm-hmm. I'm not leaving. I'm not traveling. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, yeah. I will be in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I like that. My, my point is I, I lean into my spiritual life because all this stuff could be taken. You know what I mean? It's people that are like millionaires. We just seen like, I mean, I read an article. Mm-hmm. Uh, something happened in the stock market. My man jumped off a roof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he, I, I think there was like CFO. some sort of tax. De- yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. crazy, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. like you get fired. I think he was going to get get investigated or something like that. Right. And maybe yeah. he was doing something wrong yeah. where he was chasing the money. And now yeah. the money's catching up with him. I got to mm-hmm. get out of here. But it's some people like if they, it's a stock market crash and they get down to their last mm-hmm. million. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. um, I don't know. All this, st- all this stuff doesn't really matter to mm-hmm. me in terms of purpose work, as mm-hmm. long as I'm following God's commands and I'm following yeah. the, the Bible. I'm good. Well, see, I think from like, and as, I thank you for answering that uh, in that way because I'm a faith based guy. Mm-hmm. Um, all that stuff that I learned on about video production early was in church, mm-hmm. and so that was my premise. The community that helped me to grow. That still had that same community today. It's, it's just grown. Yeah. The same aunties, uncles, friends, mentors from college, like they were a part of that community that said, go, 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 keep doing it. Right. And, you know, I'm 37 now Mm. with, you know, 12 employees, got a good business, you know, got a family, you know what I'm saying? So for me, that core in my mind, um, and I stopped doing video editing, but I still kept the business going. Then I started doing more things and I realized, oh, if I'm helping people, that also drives me. Right. And so I'll invest into a business and take my profits and take my own and then help somebody else. But I figure one thing is helping the other. And I think that because I'm in, I try to put out good juju, it comes back. You know what I'm saying? But for me, I think part of my faith, I think everyone has something that grounds them. That is part of the secret sauce. You know what I'm saying? I like, like, it's not the thing. Like you said, you don't chase the thing. But when you, for me, even through regular problems, when I turned inward to, yeah, you know, to see, okay, what's going on with me? What's my mental looking like? And also when I started focus more on family yeah. and I started to create oh, more boundaries, sure. that sure. actually, the business scaled like crazy because I had to create better boundaries because my wife needed me, yeah, right? Because sure. my babies, you know, they needed me, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, this going to have to work this other kind of way. Yeah. And then I started to delegate more yeah. and I have a wonderful team, mostly women, Word. majority black women. Honestly, but yeah. mostly women who are so detail oriented, they're bosses. And I, it's such a blessing. But I realized through, I guess, focusing on what my purpose was, which was a more like you would thought it was a thing that people all the time said, mm-hmm. do that. You'd be great at this. No, it wasn't that. It was the, it was what that thing produced. Yeah. Right. And, um, and, uh, it sounds like there's the more, like, especially at InvestFest, listening to, for one, Dan Cathy is amazing, but also, Tyler Perry and Steve Harvey. Mm-hmm. Um, it all seemed to have a certain kind of consistency. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like this, there's, on one, way, on one way or another, I would imagine some of these masterminds, mm-hmm. there is, there's a certain kind of synergy where something, people have something that centers them uh, other than the business that they do. Because, you know, I mean, my, my ceiling is someone else's floor, yeah. right? So, okay, so it can't be that, but we're still in the same room. But there's got to be something. So I, I thank you for that. That helps me. I think there's a, an alignment there. Yeah. And so I think as 
even people who may watch this video, um, you know, seek what their purpose is, maybe they can reevaluate what they think is important. You know what I'm saying? A hundred percent. Yeah. That's what Reese, we got more men or women on our team. What do you think? Is it more women? More women? Yeah. It's pretty even though. We got some we got we got a bunch more of men. Yes. More, women. Still more women. Yeah, more women. Yeah, hey man. Hey, man. That is the Something advice for everybody. Get you <laughs> get get around some women. Hey, bro. facts, man. Hey, yeah. you are doing right. A woman to do it right. Oh, 100%. Oh, man. My team is so good. And um, I started off with one person part-time who was a uh, um, first full-time, like, a regular professional on the team. Because we had interns and stuff, too. But then um, then I got a full-time person who used to intern for me. Now we're at where we are now. I think I don't think we'll get too much bigger from our core team from where we are now. We have many, many contractors, especially when we do a lot of... Uh, contracting for video productions around the country. We have to hire a lot of contractors, but our core team, I don't think it'll, I think we're pretty much solid. And set. Gotcha. Now yeah. we're just trying to build the infrastructure, make them better, make sure they're happy. That's what's up. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got anything else, man? No more questions. Yeah. Right, um, Let no, everybody good. know how they can find you, man. I, th I think you're doing some amazing work. I appreciate uh, We'll you. definitely uh, get together on some uh, sponsorships. For sure. For hey, I got you. Like for real, for I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so to find me, you know, you can follow me at, uh, creative Thames, which is my, uh, my Instagram and Facebooks and all the socials, creative Thames or Thames, however you say it, like, or Thames, like the Thames river. T-H-A-M-E-S, right? T-H-A-M-E-S. Yeah. 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 Um, but my company is uh Coco creative agency. So you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at, uh, create Coco, gotcha. uh, create Coco, but, uh, yeah, CocoCreates.com is our website. Uh, check us out. Um, and yeah, yeah. Just, you know, tap in. How we can be of, of value. You know, that's what we're trying to do. There it is, man. Make sure y'all follow my boy. Uh, it's been another episode of Q&A right now. It's uh, strictly for those that are in a morning meetup. Uh, but we may open it up soon. But uh, go to themorningmeetup.com. You're in a morning meetup, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How long you been in? I've been there for probably about three months. Three months? Maybe four, actually. Oh. Mm -hmm. You're probably making more money now than you were before. Most I of am. So I am. It works. I got into I got into recession proof though. Work. Yeah, oh, yeah. For sure. so, so yeah, yeah. So yeah, five hundred. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, man. We are out of here. Make sure y'all follow them. Let's go. Get your events done. You need a, a a hybrid event, okay? Live and live streaming. Go on and man, it'll get you right. All right, we out of here. Peace. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.